Hello and welcome to day three of the current report at the Cannes Lions International Festival of Creativity. Well, events here are in full swing, even if the strong winds off the Mediterranean are playing havoc with those executive boat trips off the coast. Meanwhile, the awards are coming in. On Tuesday, the big winner of the night was the Clash from the Past campaign created for the Clash of Clans video game, which won two Grand Prix Lions for entertainment and gaming, a newly created category this year. The campaign, created by Wyden and Kennedy, created a fictional origin for the game back in 1982, which capitalizes on the current wave of 80s nostalgia. Another highlight on Monday, a vast out-of-home campaign for British Airways by the London agency Uncommon, which won the Outdoor Grand Prix. For creative agencies, this is the culmination of the year in work, and it's inspiring to walk the halls of the Palais to take it all in. And joining me now to talk inspiration and creativity is Mona Gonzalez, the Chief Growth Officer for Pereira Odell. Hi, Mona. Great to see you. Good to see you. Thanks for having me. Now, Mona, you've been in creative for more than 15 years, eight of which you've been at Pereira Odell. And surely this isn't your first can. It is not, no. What does it mean to be here? It it means so much. I think the festival has, it's a reflection of the industry in a lot of ways. So I think as the industry has grown exponentially, so has the festival. Um, and, you know, personally for me, part of it is seeing people I haven't seen in years. Part of it is meeting with new clients. And um, we were just speaking before, I a lot of it is going to the ceremonies and walking in the exhibition and seeing the work. So um, my favorite, you know, if you think about your favorite parts of it, mine is actually something that people might <laughs> bristle at coming here. I love feeling small in the midst of the festival. Um, I like knowing that I'm, you know, you kind of look up and look out and realize you're just a piece of a larger industry and there are so many people and so many nations represented. And um, so I think it's it's really meaningful. Yeah, it really is the sort of global town square for yes. creatives, right? Yes. Everyone comes. Well, you know, could you talk a little bit about how the festival has evolved or changed from your perspective? Yeah, it, it's just, it's gotten, I think, more complex in some ways, uh, which I think is a good thing because I think the industry as a whole has gotten much more nuanced. Um, so you do see more representation in the work, um, but everything uh, just has gotten, I think, a bit deeper. There are more awards, there's more submissions, there are um, the panels, the the fringe events. It's it's. I think it can be quite overwhelming, but again, if you're focused on why you're here, um, what you want to get out of it, um, you're able to kind of find something. So I think there's, there is something here for everyone, but you also need the ability to really focus on what you personally want to get out of it. Yeah, that's very true. Are there any sort of themes or trends that you've spotted this time around? I know last year was the sort of first one after COVID. Yeah. And this time, I wonder what's what's the kind of vibe? Yeah, the it, the vibe feels a little different. I think last year was a bit of a, a homecoming and a coming out. And um, you felt a lot of the freshness of people who hadn't been in Cannes. You know, you had two plus years of people who weren't able to come mm -hmm. for the first time. So you felt that new energy. Um, this year it feels, uh, I think also because of the year that we've had, um, the economy that we're in, it, it feels a little bit more measured, which is mm -hmm. a good thing. Um, not all of it, but um, but most of it. And I, you can tell in the, the content of what people are saying that there is um, really an awareness and a perspective of, of where we are in the world and, and what this festival culturally means in, in this specific moment. 
that's interesting. I wonder if that is reflected in the ads that are, you know, shortlisted this year. I, I think so. Um, I saw this very much so last year as well. I think you see a lot of purpose-driven work being recognized. Um, like I said, I do, you know, I'm always curious to see how representation is is being um, is being shown. And I, I do, I see more of the inclusivity in the work. Um, I think we have a bit more to go in the industry itself, but um, that's, it's the first step is really getting the work to go there. And you asked about trends. My hope is that the, the idea of inclusion is becomes less of a trend and a standalone conversation for a panel and more of just table stakes for the industry. But that that will take time and we need to go through this process to get to that point. Yeah, it sort of reminds me of what happened with the Oscars a little bit. There's a sort of there is movement, the industry is paying attention and we'll see how that, yeah. how that goes. I wonder if there are any ads that you've uh, particularly loved this year. Could be from your agency, could be from other agencies. Sure. Um, uh, well, you know, from other agencies, I love to get jealous. Again, it's the feeling small. Mm. It's to realize there's there's so much creative power and excellence out there. I've loved um, the Life Collection by Tree Oslo. I thought that that was incredible. I mean, the brand like IKEA has done so many incredible things, but they've they really tapped into an insight about you know life changes furniture needs, and they mm. they found a way to take an interesting angle on it. The last photo. The more I learn about that campaign, you know, I, I saw a part of it, um, the film at first, and was so moved by it. But then as you see the case and you see how they brought it to life, I mean, it's I get moved by it every single time. So um, two very different examples, but that's part of the beauty of it. Yes, yeah, somebody drew my attention to that campaign. It's a, a campaign as the last the, the last photograph uh, of, of somebody who took their own life. Right. right. It's very dark, but brilliant sort of celebration of of life yeah it is and it's yeah. you know all the i think the work that continues to get recognized is has a very clear problem a very simple idea and then the execution is beautifully crafted mm -hmm. so i think uncovering the the truth that we know to some degree i think some of us more than others is that you don't always know what depression looks like mm -hmm. and some people hide it very well so they they just did a really um striking job in bringing that that to life. And how are you thinking about the rest of this year into 2024 as far as the evolution of creative and the kind of work you're you're doing? Yeah, it's it's a fun thing to think about. Um, I think I think the festival in general has always felt like a bit of a, a cultural reset to me yeah. in the industry. So everyone comes here, they celebrate, they see each other, they look back, but then it's you know it's like press of a button, clean slate. Everyone's back on the same the, the same level and um, looking forward to what they can do for the next year. So I love that feeling, the change of season. I think it keeps the industry growing and accountable and um, innovative. So um, it's it's a good feeling, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's funny that a lot of people here all, you know, gather, you know, they, they've come a long way yes. to see each other, even though they live in the same town in some <laughs> cases. Yeah, they're, I mean, I, you see people you haven't seen in 15 years. And um, as, as you know, crazy as it might feel, it's also really nice to see that people that you know were to be good, good people, successful at their job years ago are now, you know, the ones running the industry. So it's it's a lovely thing. You see that? Yeah, that's great. Well, thank you so much for your insights and uh, yeah. enjoy the rest of the week. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Next, our weekly roundup of what's making news across the internet. 
The largest newspaper publisher in the US, Gannett, is suing Google, alleging that the tech giant holds a monopoly over the digital ad market. The complaint, filed in a New York federal court, says that Google's control over tools to buy and sell ads results in dramatically less revenue for publishers and Google's ad tech rivals, while Google enjoys exorbitant monopoly profits. Responding to the Gannett lawsuit, Google said in a statement that these claims are simply wrong. And finally, NBC Universal announced on Tuesday that it would expand its one platform further into global markets. The platform, which allows ad buyers to more easily buy inventory at scale across digital and linear channels, will now reach across more than 190 countries. The move creates an alliance of international broadcasters to reach over 1 billion consumers globally each month. And that's a wrap from the current report. We'll be back tomorrow with another roundup from Cannes Lions. <laughs>